morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. It's Thursday. We are just cruising all the way through uh, April. We're in the middle of April. And, you know, I've been remiss in reminding you uh, to keep hitting your goals and stuff because, let's face it, this virus has just kind of come in and taken over the conversation but also more than anything I think it's it's shown uh people where we are really uh in terms of evolution and and uh I don't know gosh I don't even know how what if we were judging how far people have come in humanity uh we're pretty primitive when someone hears oh You know, you might be in your house for, you know, a week or two and you go buy up all the toilet paper. I mean, you're basically very, very primitive. You're telling us, you know, that if we uh, walked around with sticks, you would be hitting people over the head with sticks for no reason. They weren't attacking you. You just hit them over the head. (laughs) So it's also shown us who are good leaders and who aren't. Uh, it's shown us who is good in a crisis and who isn't. Um, I think Oprah has a theory that when you get wealthy, wealthy, uh, money only makes you more of what you are. So if you're, you know, a generous person, you're just more generous. If you're a kind person, you're more kind. If you're an asshole, you're more of an asshole. So I think crisis does the same thing, you know? If you're a, a kind-hearted person, you found ways to be more kind throughout this time. Um, you know, if you're a person that follows the rules, you're really following the rules to try to stem the spread of this. And I think that's the message that most people haven't been getting. At least, you know, I've run into more than one person who uh, is completely not complying. And their whole thing is, well, I'm not sick. And again, that's really not the point. Uh, The guy in the grocery store was quite unsettling because the look on his face was, you guys are just suckers. You know, I'm here. I've been all over the United States since this came out of China, and I'm fine. And it's like, man, what a douche. I just, the problem is we keep spreading it. And when you spread it, some people won't survive. And I don't know if you if you're too thick headed to get that message. And of course, you know, being in such a, a racially uh, sensitive hotbed city where everything is determined by race in in a lot of times it's by black people. I mean, we're just looking for the reason for something to be racial. You know, it's just too much, you know, which makes me know that. I probably won't stay here very much longer. I think I came to St. Louis and I got done what I needed to get done. I was born and raised here. It's a very fascinating city. It's a beautiful city. The architecture is like no other. But there has never been a a real film community here. No one's really committed to making movies here. It's as beautiful as any other any other place our architecture just blows people out of the water we have mostly brick structures um all those germans that got here they really built a lot of they believed in building houses made out of brick and then we've got the french influence i mean it's a beautiful place but it's there's a broken spirit that is here i don't know maybe the ghost of dread scott haunts haunts this place um 
but some of the best people you'll ever meet are St. Louisans, and that's a fact. Good, good people. Messed up, broken city. And the problem is no one can really seem to agree on what our issues are and certainly not how to fix them. I'm telling you, uh, it's just it it it's something. It's something living here. I don't see myself uh, living out my glory years here. That's for sure. Um, and I, I've only been back for 10 years. I had moved away um, and I came back for family. You know, my father died and I was coming back because I was in the middle of like moving to Chicago. I was going to move somewhere else. I left Columbus, Ohio, was moving somewhere else. And then it was like, wait, um, my mom has gotten old. She needs help. And, uh, you know, with through all my other issues that happened for me personally, too, it was just like it just worked out to be here. Um, and I just feel universally you get messages about where you're supposed to be. And I I had a lot of work that I still needed to do, and I've done it, and I'm excited about it. The prospects are are really, really bright. Uh, Like I said, I I am really more close than ever to securing the deal that I've always wanted to have, which isn't true totally because there was no Netflix when I was in college. Uh, (laughs) You know, I just wanted to make movies. I was a film person. I wanted to be Steven Spielberg. Everybody kept saying, oh, you want to be Spike Lee? Nah. I want to I want to make money blockbusters I don't want to be begging people for budgets uh, I want to be Steve Spielberg and then you know as I got older uh, got more immersed in the business side of it and I could see you know how it was going to go down you know it was a delay not a denial and uh, people who've known me for years know all I ever wanted to do was make movies and now all I want to do is tell my stories on uh, Netflix Netflix or uh, or uh, this uh, HBO Max seems exciting. Um, I did my internship at Warner Brothers, so I'm I'm always kind of going to lean towards uh, uh, HBO and Warner. I don't know. They told me in 1990, you can always come home again. Well, I'm ready, so <laughs> I don't know. I'm loyal to a fault, maybe, but truthfully. Uh, the, the best fit is where I'm going to go. So I'm looking forward to that. There's a new Culper Manifest project coming out. It's called Mescal. Um, these guys are great. I sold them on this concept really quickly because I had been, uh, you know, uh, listen, I fully believe that it is a buyer's market right now. Um, I know that things are going to contract and get tight and but a lot of people are still working. A lot of people are still able to uh, have income. And so if you're a buyer, this is a buyer's market. Uh, if you need to get a house, this is the time to get it because people are going to, they're afraid. They're afraid they're going to have to hold on to these houses for months on end. So uh, stock stocks, my portfolio has bounced back this week. Um, as these stimulus checks go out, the market gets more confidence and the stocks go up. You know what I mean? So I saw a nice rebound in in my portfolio. And uh, a couple weeks ago, I decided I was going to invest in some startups. And I I have. uh, And I'm an investor now. I mean, I've been an investor, but this is fun because people are pitching you their visions. And then you say, oh, I want to be a part of that from the ground up. 
And so one of those things is a uh, mezcal, mezcal company, mezcal, mezcal. I don't know why I keep wanting to say, I make it sound kind of tacky, mezcal. But anyway, mezcal, uh, oh, you know where I'm getting that from, Method Man, Tacal. Okay, sorry, it's showing my age. Uh, mezcal company. And um, anyway, I love the brand and I love the experience of a luxury premium spirit and getting in on the ground uh of it because I feel like that's what you know the brand of the band is uh that's how I've sold it to them anyway it's like you're, you 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 want to be a part of a premium experience so most of our music is around you know hanging out in high-end places like one of the most popular tracks we have is W Hotel Lobby. It's the most playlisted. Um, people really enjoy it. And to me, it's the vibe of sitting and sipping, having having a drink and enjoying. Um, I'll tell you the story. I got the title. And yes, I get to name a lot of the tracks because, <sighs> you know, I'm just that person. I'm a director always. And so when I hear something and they play it for me, you know, it, I get it as a rough cut. Uh, I'm usually the person that makes suggestions and the finishing touches. And it just reminded me of a time when I went to Chicago and sat in uh, the W Hotel lobby. I was actually staying in the W and I went to the lobby with my friend and we had drinks. I think it was my birthday or something because people were buying me drinks or something like that. I remember I didn't have to pay for the drinks. So anyway, um, we got the drinks and it was such a vibe there. I mean, it was, damn, this is the lobby. What's the club like? And, um, it was just a lot of fun and it was my birthday and the drinks were hell of expensive and we were just having a good time. So when I heard that track, that reminded me of that experience. So anyway, back to Mescal. So I got them to go ahead and named the record Mescal, Mescal because the first um, track originally was called Untitled uh, 330 because I had another song called 330, which became Requiem, which is, I think, on the um, either the California or the Grand Boulevard project. Um, so it's like a March 30th, uh, you know, we feel super creative. Somebody comes up with something really cool. So... Uh, when the song came out, um, you know, I I was like, oh, so it's 3.30. You should call us Mescal, Mescal 3.30, because we're going to be, I really don't know how to pronounce the word, because uh, we're going to, you know, be putting out this project, and I think it should be called Mescal, because the drink is premium, and look at this, and I showed them the stuff that I had invested in, and they were like, yeah, this is dope, this is cool, yeah, go ahead, Um I have an easygoing team, and I thank God for that. They're also super creative, and they're also different, and they're also fun to work with. Uh, not so great to get them to do social media or try to talk, but, uh, you know, they give me a lot of power, and I like that. <laughs> so that works. But I think the brand of the band is um, luxury and premium spirits and that kind of thing. And truthfully, I know why they don't really want to be famous and neither do I really but the goal is to create a catalog of music that can be licensed because you know we're all older 
and nobody's really trying to think we're going to get out here on the road and tour. So that's why virtual reality is a big chunk of what we plan to do in the future and why, you know, we just try to put together a a sonic catalog that will appeal to people like me because that's what I wanted. It's my company. It's my vision. Uh, Everything that goes on uh, is a collaboration, but really it's my vision. And uh, yeah, so this project that's coming out is is a EP. It's, It's six songs and it's really just about Uh, sipping some mezcal or some high premium spirit and you know self social distancing (laughs) the the project is inspired by social distancing and mezcal mezcal however you say it uh i don't know why i want to keep calling it mezcal because i know that's not right mezcal anyway uh i think it's a it's a it's a feeler it's a vibe it's an energy and so uh i'm excited about it and i think you know the team's excited. They worked really fast and they came up with some really cool tracks. I mean, just some nice lo-fi, down-tempo, deep house, you know, just some jumps. Yes, I'm showing my age. So anyway, uh, I'm excited about that. And I want people to be encouraged because I don't know what's going to happen. I don't look into the future. I'm not a seer or anything like that. But you know, this is an opportunity. If I've heard more than one person say that they don't want to go back to the job they have, they're thankful to have it through this time and thankful to be getting paychecks. But when you, when you get away from work and you don't want to go back, that's a sign, you know, um, certainly there are going to be a lot of changes in people's living situations and marriages and all that stuff, but also your work. Uh, if you don't want to go back, that's a thing. So, you you can make changes. You can change. You can evolve. You can do something different. I don't definitely want to go back to feeling exhausted and overwhelmed. Um, you know, so you have to figure this out. And on the other hand, you, you need a strategy. This is a buyer's market. And you will be able to do things if you just focus on that. Everybody does not have to be financially devastated through this. There are a lot of people who came out of 2008. All right. A lot of people came out of 2008 and made money. Uh, we don't hear about those people. We only hear about the people who got devastated. And basically, if you were going to get devastated, if you were struggling before 2008, you're gonna, you were struggling after the meltdown. Same now. If you were struggling before Corona, you're going to struggle after Corona. But it doesn't have to be that way. You can make a strategy. You can figure it out. You can park some cash. Don't blow your stimulus check in one spot. Um stack cash, make good investments, and make a plan for what you want your future to look like. I mean, really see it. Really look at what you want to accomplish and really feel that feeling. What does that feel like? You know, what's your perfect day like? Do you get to wake up and play with your kids? Do you take your kids to school? Do you eat breakfast? Do you skip breakfast? Do you run for a mile? Do you work at you start working at 5 a.m. and meditate at, at 7 to 9. Do you work out in the morning? What What is it that you want to do? Do you go to an office? Do you wear a suit? Do you like your coworkers? Do your coworkers like you? Do you have respect? You know, this is your time to be creative and, and figure out what you want and what you want your day to look like. And I implore everybody to do that. Um, you ain't got nowhere to go. <laughs> so figure it out. And enjoy this time. 
I know it's scary. I know it's frustrating. I know I've experienced quite a bit of disappointment in people um, through all of this. But I also realize that this is just a time and it'll be over. And will you be prepared for when it's over? That's all I'm suggesting is that you get a strategy, make a plan and stick with it. And you can do that. There's no reason in 2020 to not have something that you want. Saying you don't know is not an acceptable answer in 2020 because you may be isolating and you may be lonely and you may be bored and you may be tired of teaching your kids at home and all of that. But at some point, this is going to be over and you deserve an opportunity to have the life that you desire. We all deserve that. So give yourself that opportunity. Nobody's going to knock on your door and be like, hey, do you have a dream? Tell me all about it. That's just not how life works. So you have to do it and get excited about it. You know what I mean? Like I get all the reasons why we got to be upset, but there are also a lot of great reasons to be excited. You woke up this morning. We're having this time together. You know, I'm excited. (laughs) Anyway. Please take care of yourselves for real. Stay safe. Wear the masks. Okay. Wash your hands. And like, let's just get through this so we can get on to the next thing. And I'll see you in the winter circle because that's where I'm going to be. And I expect you to be there too. Mm-hmm.